Throughout the ages, there have been heroes and warriors who have embarked on quests to save faraway lands and free the people from would-be conquerors. With dice and not a lot of common sense in various role-playing games. Today, our legends come from the halls of This Week in Geek. An unlikely group of nerdy adventurers armed with some pretty stupid ideas and a horseshoe up their butts come together to save the day in These Warriors Are Terrible. Seriously, these Welcome are back, terrible. my friends, to the debrief of These Warriors Are Terrible, brought to you by CNG Magazine. I've been your mindfuck game master, Mike the Birdman Dodd. So, was it Ava for you? Can, 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 I, can I just say something quickly? I've always wanted to say this. And I'm Julian, the Antichrist Blade. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined with our players. Scotty Doo. Connell Macbeth, better known as Dr. Holocaust. Bernard Fry. Erica Sailor Senshi Sabo. Well, guys, what do you think? That was, that, that, was, that was good. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> that, that was good. Very effective. I haven't yes, played a game with any effective. kind of serious RP near the end. No, that was that was actually really good. You had yeah. me on edge. Yeah, Man, uh, you had me on edge. Uh, actually, you are. Actually, had the tears go. I saw the tears. I saw the tears. I saw the the quivering of the lip, and I saw the tears from your eyes. Because yep. I really Seriously, wanted you guys to feel fucked. the pain of Leela. I had no idea what to say. I was like, "What Just, the? Fuck? Really, How do you convince a child to let go?" That's what I wanted you guys to feel. And that's what I've always felt. That's the devil in the back of your mm-hmm. mind. Yeah. Basically yeah. telling you to give up. Yeah. Yeah, I really, uh, I really, it was really hard to not play my hand until the fourth episode because, like. Did you guys suspect anything of Julian? I did not expect he was the devil or the Antichrist. No. Well, I, uh, he was obviously someone that we couldn't trust. I, I know Michael. I wish I would have pulled Yeah. I know Michael yeah. a bit too well. And when he's like, Julian, we're going to talk on the front porch. I'm like, what could they possibly be talking about? <laughs> yeah. Give yourself five minutes. I'm like, yeah. I know Mike. All the time he says, well, Scott, I wanted to make you the guy who fucked everyone over. Like, hmm. Well, Julian, this isn't the first time either, right? No, I know. So that's, I had an immediate suspicion, but never that you were the Antichrist. Like that. No See, we were well together, Julian. I thought you were like some, you, some higher up that knew what was going on, but no, I didn't I, know you actually were it. I don't think I've played with any of you guys so far, uh, other than having Mike DM. We've played Transformers. Transformers. Oh, yeah, we did Transformers. Transformers, um, but like we just shoot the shit on the podcast. Yeah, it's it's just there's like there's not a whole lot of relation there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I had no idea, like I had no idea that you were up to something. When he was like, "Yeah, I need to talk to you for a few minutes," he's like, "He probably needs to tell him about like military backdrop yeah. stuff that's going on that he can make use of later if he needs to stuff that we don't know." Yeah, I'm, I'm like I'm glad. Well, I'm glad that I played it convincingly enough because I was worried about it. We were talking about it ahead of time and. The idea of playing the Antichrist is a big deal. That yeah, really cool. like now the genesis, haha, of this story actually began for me back in 1998. This was my grade 12 ISU for creative writing. Um, I originally had the tribes of Israel were leaving Israel to come to Japan to <laughs> literally worship the Avas, and the Antichrist was going to be a pilot. Oh, weird. But the pilot was going to be, I don't want this. And it was going to be about the nature of choice. Hmm. Does evil have a choice? To, is, it, is it ingrained or is it learned? Right. And that was going to be the goal. So when I pitched this idea to everybody else, I didn't want to play the Antichrist hand too much, but I did want to play Demon, because that's something in the series they've never addressed. That's true, yeah. Leviathan yes. and Behemoth. <coughs> and there was no way you guys were going to beat them. 
They had damage reduction, 25. Leviathan had 300 hit points. Behemoth had 500. And I actually took their stats out of the Hellboy. Uh, uh, it sounded very uh, Cthulhu-ish. Uh, Beastie Harry. I had that mixed in with uh, some other stuff. Um, <coughs> and I really wanted to bring apart, because uh, me and Erica were talking about this before, I think after the second episode, having that lightheartedness with Leela hmm. to kind of balance that bleak. Because Ava's a very depressing series. Oh, yeah. There's but never I- anybody truly happy. I mean, you could argue Misato... For a little bit, but then even she gets bogged down in her uh, and her. Uh, well, she's, ha- she's hiding. She's, she's hiding it. her she's personal. <coughs> Everyone guess, has embarrassments of yeah. how she really is, and especially when she's taking care of Shinji and that she doesn't want them to know the faults she has, so she throws on that persona. Yeah. I think about the Everyone happy ending of the series is that everyone dies, yeah. and Shinji yeah. learns to not be as whiny of a bitch. <laughs> Yet still basically go crazy, depending on your theory, you know? And that's the thing, too, with this. This could have... You guys could have very easily lost. Yeah. And what what would have happened had Julian made his five AT field inverts, you all would have died and sent to hell. That would have sucked. And I would have tried to describe the most horrible (laughs) personal things I could have described from all of your backgrounds. Oh, wow. So to think. So basically, you failed heaven by not sacrificing enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to balance that with the happiness of the Leela character because she's the whole linchpin doll. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, and like I said, I wanted someone who was unaffected by this, who only wanted to go. This this was fun to her. Mm. But when you take away the fun and realize this is really serious, it's like I consider it kind of a metaphor for growing up, mm-hmm. yeah. for putting away toys and handing, as me and Erica have described. How do you handle the responsibility of saving the world to a kid? Yeah. And have them understand the gravity of that situation. She had a total naivete to her. And it was so pure in that way. You knew that something was going to happen. And we were talking uh, about this during a break session. We are like, something bad is going to happen to her. She's just She doesn't know what she's getting into. And then, you know, all hell breaks loose. Like, quite literally. Uh, and it's uh, I think it was a really nice comparison of that. And I think it was a really nice combination of, of inserting the pure into such evil mm-hmm. yeah and that's what I'm really hoping this stands as one of our better story driven mm. uh, I mean because we, we we had a few goofy moments here and there but this was fairly serious role play almost the entire time through yeah, yeah. yeah. which is such a uh, different from what this show normally is and mm. it's funny because like yes I definitely have betrayed you guys in the past <laughs> yes. um, but usually when I did that it's entirely of my own volition and I've planned it from the very start or like from the early parts of the campaign so I kind of know what I'm doing this time I was given the instruction that I am the Antichrist and I need to storm Heaven's Gate that's pretty much it and I need to kind of coerce you or convince you or otherwise utilize you to do that so like when things like Leela fucking oversinking. I had, I had no idea anything was... I had just as little information as all of you guys. And oh. I, I was trying to figure out at every turn, like, how do I play this out? Um, and I was dealing with a lot of, like... It's actually very difficult to try and be conniving and evil when you don't have all the information, which mm-hmm. is pretty interesting. Very much so. And I think that's why your role was so effective in that ter- in that as well, and why you were so unpredictable in the end, too, is, you know, even though I've I've experienced that moment with you where you have betrayed our party, at, at the same time, I didn't expect it to be at such an extremity. Yeah. You know, like, that really, that was, a, that was a really good progression. Yeah, thank you. That was yeah. fun. It was really fun. I, uh, I really liked the role play everyone got in. Like, 
people kind of got into their roles, like, especially that bit at the end, Connell, where you were just trying to talk down Leela. That was pretty. Mm-hmm, that was or really talk good. down, sorry, talk down uh, Brendan. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you actually, yeah, you talked down Leela and and Zach. Yeah. Looks well, like Zach, I can get through to because Zach's military. Yeah. And it's like he's going crazy a bit, yeah. but he still has like on his disadvantages and stuff like that. Like I know that he's still a soldier at his core. Mm-hmm. And I can get to that. Yeah. Um, the kid, I needed to get her attention and then just try to talk her down. I still like, liked Scott's plan of killing, only, just, uh, killing me from the air. The only person I had talking her down so far was like was our one pilot here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing is it, it was so Fine. just it was so terrifying too because I'm I'm trying to do something yet there's just silence. Yeah, and like, it made it that much scarier. I don't know what to right? say. Yeah. But also, you know, like, it was that a moment scarier. where I was trying to scrounge for words. I'm like, I can't say anything other than what she's saying that's yeah. going to make any difference yeah. in this. I can't. I have no idea. But yeah. I, I did like and, and like I was trying to hit hot button words. Yeah. Like, is it gonna hurt? Why shouldn't I be afraid? Yeah. yeah. Because everyone has that basic psychology. Yeah. Like, like we're all afraid of something. Yeah. And I'm trying to like with my games as I've often described. I'm an emotional vampire. Mm-hmm. I feed off what you guys give me, and mm-hmm. if I can get a response, why well, I love having Erica in the games. And I know that sounds really fucked up and weird, but no, the fact that you get so into it. And I could even get it from from like Connell too. Like, you're really fucking into this. I could feel the emotion in your voices. And even Scotty, for a second with you, I could see the, the panic in your eyes. Like, oh fuck, what do I do? I for thinking. a moment, this was real to you. Oh yeah. And that's what makes this so rewarding. I think I'm gonna listen to Connell's reaction to my betrayal again, again, <laughs> again, I, and again. It's gonna be a ringtone. Every time I call you. <laughs> But what I do like is the fact Connell playing a character that's a little older had that little kind of wisdom to him that the other pilots didn't have. Yeah, you grew up. Yeah, you grew up where I'm just like, I don't know, it's not involving me. We were very raw in our portrayals. I'm a very emotional person, so I'm going to depict a very emotional character. Mm. But because of all the tension, obviously my emotions are going to be like a whirlwind. You know, Just like they would in the real situation. Of course, it's realistic, right? And you definitely definitely know how to harness that kind of feeling. And and, and that's something that, where these words are terrible, we're meant to be killing zombies or fighting the Sith or, you know, marching battle mechs across the clans. Here, you're kids. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I did a remarkable responsibility. Uh, something I've noticed about, about Terrible Warriors in general is that we're, we're leveling up uh, as a group. Like, I was in the Monster Hearts campaign that we did uh, a few weeks ago, and that was so out of our leagues because we were all playing, like, monster teenagers in kind of a fucking emotional high school setting mm-hmm. but it ended up like Steve I don't know if you heard that podcast. oh we did yeah, we know <laughs> like, sorry we had a good laugh at it oh, we yeah. thought it was legit because well, it was legit yeah, it, like, it, like, it like was, I'm nursing him to get that pissed off when, when we were when I was there because I was like it was my combat against his and and he just like the the triggers of, of high school and like that that fucking awfulness that we probably all experienced in one way or another at some point um, just kind of overwhelmed him. overwhelmed him and and that emotion that came out of him and all of us it was fucking fantastic and we got that same thing today where there's literally emotions coming out of the, the role playing and I really hope that um, you know the people listening feel that as well as they're going through it and I think we're leveling up as storytellers yeah because mm-hmm. I wanted this to be more than a Michael Bay action movie. yeah what is that what Ava is. Because yeah. one of the things that was described to me is Scotty told me uh, one of the things Erica uh, had said to him that, yeah, I hope this doesn't devolve into set piece combat. And that's kind of what upped the ante room. Like, all right, 
I don't want cheers, I want tears. Yeah. yeah. So just because Eric and I just talked about this for hours, there was times where we just talked about what we were expecting from it and what we were thinking. And I couldn't things... stop talking to you I know. about you, it. Well, that's when we were supposed to be watching... somebody. That's when we were watching the show and yeah. we were just sitting there and we are just like figuring things out and then talking about the emotional presence it has mm-hmm. and everything it really triggers in your mind and your soul. Yeah, like yeah. one of the things I said to my wife today... And I feel like an asshole for saying this. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to put the screws to Eric in today. Yeah. Really, really badly. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised by, by Connell's response. So surprised by yeah. that. And then how you reveled in being evil. I love that. It's, it's like, kind of like that, when he was doing that, just, just let go. That was fucking with me hard. I was <laughs> I like, good. I want to fucking say something, but this isn't my fucking year too. What am I going to say? And I was It like, was yeah. really hard to, to ignore shit. it when I was hearing it, honestly. Thank you. I'm destined. Yeah. To, I'm actually destined to become an evil overlord. Yeah. <laughs> Julian did a really good job. Though. Yeah. I think North Korea. Yeah. Yeah. 2016. Now, one of the things... Four years... Now, one of the things I did not like about this session is GURPS is... It's a system I do not know well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've only learned it in the past week. I love how flexible it is. But it kind of... But like, while it's flexible, it's kind of completely inflexible, too. Yeah. Everything has its own rules. It's very specific. Well, yeah. We were yeah. bending the rules a when lot. When you mentioned to me yeah. what body part at first... Because you mentioned, you're like, okay, what body part are you going to hit? And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And then I decided, you know what? I'm going to go cinematic. Yeah, no. I, I, think I think that's that where really we good, where we shine though. Really good move in the because cinematic because that's what you want to get across. Is I have found especially for something like that. Oh, this systems like you need this. To. Um, um, oh. You can play them one of two ways because, like, again, if you're looking at the rule books, uh, folks at home, there is literally a page for like, do you want to go an all-out attack? Do you want a half reserve? Do you want to full reserve your attack but still try to hit them? Do you want to go for the eyes? Do you want to go for the arm, the kidneys? Is it going to be piercing, corrosive? Is it going to be very large piercing? There's so many fucking rules. Are you going to hit the left skull? And there's rules for everything. And it can be adapted to be used for fantasy settings, future settings, like dinosaurs and mecha and all other kinds of weird shit. But it's so fucking rules intensive. But what I found with systems like this is that a DM, um, if you're good, can take a system like this and make it cinematic. Mm. And yeah. that's what saved us. And it depends on your Definitely. players, too. Like, um, I've, I, I've, I've played things like GURPS, as complex as GURPS, like like second edition D&D, which is yeah. almost yeah. this as complex. And if your players are there to play it like a game, as in, I want to win at D&D, yeah. I want to win at GURPS, um, it's just so much mind-numbing rule arguing over power playing. But if you're playing for the sake of telling a fucking good story mm-hmm. and everyone having a good time, then you pick the rules you like, you yeah. throw the rest out, and you go with it in the sake of whatever collective thing you're doing. And that's always what I've personally enjoyed. Going back even when we did the Terminator game with Mark Mir, mm-hmm. that was the whole thing. So yeah, I just made that system up We got a D6 here, that's what's happening. But it yeah. kept the story going. That's what I care about. Rules... I don't fucking care about yeah, it. Yeah. Throw these out the damn window. Sure, we have disabilities against us, so on and so forth. There's clever yeah. systems yeah. that allow you to, to like really bring out interesting stuff in your characters. Like, the advantages and disadvantages that are here. I've seen mm. similar systems in things like Legend of the Five Rings and a lot of other tabletops where it's like, uh, even the White Wolf systems have mm-hmm. like advantages and disadvantages which will give you points and subtract mm-hmm. points. That, to me, isn't necessarily a system where you can spend or buy back XP. That, to me, is a system that allows you to customize your character. Yeah. Because you'd be like, oh, okay, so for advantages and disadvantages, just out of, like, just going down the list, I was like, okay, so my guy smokes, he's got an addiction to cigarettes, uh, he's got compulsive behavior with his machines, 
Uh, he's very military, disciplines and faith, so he's like always follows rules, honesty, megalomania because he thinks his machines are the like the walking shit, fucking yeah. shit. And I'm like, okay, so that gives us an idea as to just it gives you further depth to play on your character, and that was a lot more things that you could play off on your character going forward, and the same thing with everybody yeah. else. It's like you have all these interesting things you can just sort of like lie back on when you're going, okay, how would my character react to this? Oh, there's a little list of shit that I can call on yeah. if I don't know off the top of my head. Um, it does there help. It are does. systems that are really blank when it comes to the rules, like White Wolf. Like, I, oh my god, a friend of mine tried to get me to play that, and it was of like a 200-page textbook. Maybe 10 of those pages involved rules. But it's funny. It was all flavor text. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, it, and it drove me insane. But I was like, this is not D&D. It is not a game you play on a table with miniatures. It is a cinematic game. Yeah. And it really then depends on whether or not you have good players and a good DM. Yeah. Like, a good story, right? Like, you know, you need a good kernel. And, uh, you know, Mike never fails in delivering a good kernel of a story. Mm-hmm. And then we, we collectively weave it together. Right? Especially with an IP that everyone here is passionate about and knows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, That's... this is something I so didn't want to fuck up. Mm-hmm. No, I, was... I think I told you, don't fuck this yeah. up. Yeah. I told you this multiple times, like, this is Evangelion. No one fuck like up. this. Don't fuck this shit up. Not a, don't fuck it up. I think, I mean... That's what the argument would be. I'd be like, you know what? Don't fuck it up. I will say, like, (laughs) Pokemon um, is currently our highest listened Mm. to campaign, and that's... Because I DM'd it, of course. (laughs) No, uh, but I I would would argue that this has the uh, likelihood to to surpass that. Because, you know, in terms of emotional engagement, it was really there, and, like, everyone who likes anime and even me who hasn't really watched anime in a very long time other than recently starting attack on titan um, was that i i loved ava like yeah. i fucking loved ava and it was it was a very formative um show for me thank you but yeah. but honestly i have to say that even if they had animated this thing in anime it would fit right in with the universe wow it would yeah. i was envision- i was envisioning it actually. I, I i'm really glad you mentioned that there like yeah. I was imagining Gendo when he had Adam yeah. in his hand, yeah. and he says to Ray, and he's trying to enter her to, to create yeah. uh, the uh, demigod, the god he wants to make. Mm-hmm. That's what I was envisioning a lot. A lot of it I could see very much so, like the behemoth. I'm imagining, yeah, this otherworldly black abyss just open up, and I'm yeah. just like, fuck. That part felt yeah. very Evangelion to me. Fighting the Leviathan in like the water ruined yeah. cities of Los Angeles to me felt a lot like Pacific Rim. It did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and- to be fair, Pacific Rim borrowed heavily from Ava. It did, no, of yeah. Was, like, yeah. And, and in Ava, it had a lot of very aqua- it had like aquatic looking uh, angels in it. As ex- well. Exactly, and I thought this was really cool because like when we were between sessions, I was like, this is like it's a really cool mix between Pacific Rim and Evangelion, and I think those are two systems that just merge together so well. But also Absolutely. beyond that, I think the characters that everyone here created. If you had animated them and had like an anime voice actor there, they would fit right in with the universe. I kind of picture someone like Tara Strong doing the. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I saw the fights, like the fluidity of the animation in my yeah. head. Like I watched, yeah. you know. Also, I just if someone would love to draw fan art for this, that would be so fucking. Cool. But that even would be so even the yeah. even the archetypes these characters represented, like he was a like a military but like mechanic. I was just like a military kid that thought he knew what the world was like. Um, Scott was. Kind of lost. Yeah, lost. And Erica had this really emotional person. And if you would put those in an anime, they all would be characters you could imagine and they're archetypes of what anime is. Well, like, at the beginning... And Julian the Antichrist. Because that's all good. I tried to to play... Like, my character, you know, almost cared about you. Yeah. 
right? Almost. Like that's, almost. that's that's how I wanted to play it. Like he almost cares. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the worst part about it yeah. too, Julian. Yeah. You know, that's a really good way of getting people. That's for sure. Bastard. You Did you guys figure out what, what what happened with the base commander and what was going on there? Um, oh, back with like the scientist lady. I so assume when the, yeah, the scientist lady. I assume she saw you for who you were. Yeah, through yeah. My, yeah. My She's, AT field. She saw you. So yeah. the AT field was blocking what you really were. Yeah. Okay. So we never actually saw what you really. And were. And your AT field was. A, I was just. I mean, she saw through. She saw my intention. My yeah. Okay. And plus the fact that he's blood type black. No one's ever seen that. So yeah. Show up. Right. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. Huh. And uh, and I had the base our base commander like completely brainwashed. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. was basically Julian had promised her. Money, wealth, fame. So she was on. Yeah. He was. She was like listening to Julian. Rather, her, Julian listened to her. Yeah. Uh, and also, totally there was so also bad. no mind control for you either. <laughs> uh, like during that moment where yeah. everyone was under mind control, you weren't. Yeah. yeah. You weren't. And that had me going for a second there, though, when she was just like, "None of this stuff is showing up on our scanners." I'm just like, "Well, shit." <laughs> either yeah. everyone's hallucinating, or she's talking some shit. And I was just like, and I actually paused for a moment, going like. Do I just power down and just wait this shit out, or what? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. I wonder, what, what I wonder if the Jetalones had come, if you would have been able to convince them to just yeah. fucking rail on me. I was hoping they were, like, if the but fucking Jetalones come. Yeah, so Jesus they, Christ. They show up. I was thinking, like, do I have the option of trying to pull rank? I, I was thinking, I, I said to you, I don't know if you heard, I was like, aren't you the Jetalone commander? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, Couldn't you tell them back off? But this no. is not... No, no, it's just like I don't. And that's from the side of the Ava universe. I was always discarded. Yeah, the Jetalos. Again, you know what? Technology can pierce the AT field. Yeah. Work on it. But now the question I have is: Was there a scenario where people would have survived this beyond the third impact, or was it was there, destined? There, there was a possibility, but as the as in the canon, yeah, the S two engine had to activate to create the Sea of Jarrah. Okay. It was going to happen anyway. Whether you survived it was another question. Because I remember you said to us, you said that, you told me that there was, you had a few different ideas, and you said an end of Evangelion idea was probably one of the least likely that would happen to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I gave you guys the chance to regain your forms. Yes. And we failed. Yeah. No, so, yeah. we didn't. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. You yeah. guys had some strong enough will. We had kind of like a Arnold Schwarzenegger and, uh, what's it, from Predator. Carl Weathers? Yeah, let's get the Killer. Predator. <laughs> oh, well, do it again, do it again! <laughs> And if you guys had like killed me early on, or if I had played my hand, if I had let, if I if I if I had let the woman, would you have let the woman kill him? No. Okay. Well, she wouldn't have because I natural dr, so it wouldn't have pierced my at field. Okay. You would have been like, ow, I'm really. Oh, that's exactly why you're like the bullet bounced off. Oh, they're shooting rubber bullets. And you're like, ah. oh, but there's red coming. I'm like, well, Rebel Bullet could probably still oh pierce. That's yeah. what I was I thinking, thinking you guys too. Hence the figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, no, that's right. what I was just saying. I thought that I like. I actually just waved that off to like bad description. Like, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought the, it was actually like, the bullet yeah. deflected. Yeah. And I was like, I okay, he might have not said that correctly yeah, or something. Exactly. So I was like, whatever. I'm just gonna bypass exactly. it. But. The only question I have is, were those Sale units? Who were? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were Sale. They wanted that data for themselves. Yeah, right. Basically, they want to circumvent you. Like, you're not going to start instrumentality. They are. Yeah. Right. So you fucked up their day. Yep. I mean, and that's why they went to capture Nerve HQ. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They wanted your Ava units on ice because they knew you were coming. Yeah. Right. I mean, overall, I thought that was a really well-constructed campaign. And one of the most emotional, not just funny, but actually emotional campaigns I've heard in the show. Like, some of this, I'm not going to lie, I did make up as I went along. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm one of those GMs, I just adapt to the situation. Yeah. On the fly. I write, 
Like here, let me show you my notes. Uh, yeah, see, I don't prep anything ahead of time unless, like, it's other than like who my character is. Yeah. Boom. See, I, I just had a backstory of what my overall intentions were and what I was working yeah. off. Yeah. Yep, that's I kind of worked up. Wow. I write one. I write one line. Like, okay, let me figure out how this is gonna work. Jetalone Squadron. Yeah, I made that up this afternoon. But I, what I do, but I, I'm like, that sounds cool. What I do like is the fact you did have that levity at the beginning, and then you kind of just the fact it was so lighthearted. Well, it's funny. The that actually that full that first hour. Yeah. Should not have dragged out that long. I know. Oh. I heard when you're like, oh fuck, like you I was were like, like, oh shit. First hour, like you told me, first hour combat, and also, yeah. and also, I was worried like going into the fourth act. I'm like, it doesn't feel like enough of us at stake right now. We're going into the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're just fighting these things, and then it played out perfectly. The roles were right, yeah. and everything kind of happened. We are very close to being out of time. All right, guys. Well, we have talked about this enough. I really hope you've enjoyed. I think it's feedback at thesewarsareterrible.com, I think. Or just message us on Twitter or yeah, Facebook. Yeah, 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 which is at Dice Wars. If you really enjoyed this, I really hope you guys did. Uh, I'm coming back to GM a game. I think I'm doing Firefly, or I might be doing Marvel. I don't Firefly, know. huh? That's yeah. a shiny campaign. That is there. a shiny campaign. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to doing that. I think we may have to use different rule sets, because I think we've already used the Cortex this year. But uh, anyway, I really hope you guys have enjoyed that. If you want to reach out to me personally, uh, it's at BirdmanDot on Twitter, or Mike at ThisWeCanGeek.net. And uh, how can we get a hold of everybody else here? Oh, well, you can send sexy fan mail to Harrison Ford here at Scotty Do at this week geek done. No, 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 no. Your, your Harrison Ford sounds like a cross between Harrison Ford and Boomhauer. I know, it's amazing. <laughs> it's really because I base it solely off fucking Air Force One. No, no, I like Hollywood Babylon and Ralph Garman there. His impersonation is all just like, I am Harrison Ford. I can see mumbles and everything, and then I watch Ender's Game and I'm listening to him. He's like, Ender, you're gonna things. <laughs> Yeah, shit, he does mumble. Yeah, he does <laughs> do like that. He's old enough yeah. to do it. He's, yeah. he's given a position. Erica, how can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Erica Sabo, E-R-I-K-A-S-Z-A-B-O. You can also find me on my YouTube channel um, at Erica Sabo as well. My Facebook fan page at Erica T. Sabo. And yeah, I think that's it. Everywhere else on the internet, Erica T. Sabo. <laughs> <laughs> you'll find you eventually. You'll find me. Some, some you'll find you'll your find Neopets me. or Guy Online Yeah, just go to like Erica Sabo Gaming and I'm sure you'll find me. <laughs> or Erica Sabo Anime. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and you, Mr. CNG. Uh, Bfry26 on Twitter. And that's about... I guess you can reach me out to me on uh, my uh, CG thing if you want to reach out to me there at uh, Bfry at CGMagOnline.com. Oh, oh, cool. Um, I actually don't remember what my Twitter is because uh, I don't use it that often. But I do have a website at www.drholocaust.com. That's D-O-C-T-O-R-H-O-L-O-C-A-U-S-T.com. And on the page there, there's a YouTube, there's a Twitter, there's Facebook, and uh, an email there if you guys want to get into contact with me, watch the show, do whatever. And yeah, that would be the best place to find me. Find me at like pizza place. I'll probably work in there. <laughs> or you can find me at thisweekgeek.net. Woo! Woo! And Julian? Uh, I'm on Twitter, the Twitters, uh, at Julian Spillane, J U L I A N S P I double L A N E. It's a mouthful. Or you can find me at my band page, The Blast Processors. We make uh, sexy video game inspired dystopian rock. Um, and awesome. We're playing some shows in Toronto soon if you guys live in Toronto. So check they us are. Out. 
And, uh, and yeah, this has been a fucking great game, everybody. All right, guys. I hope you had a really good time. Once again, please reach out. We'd love to hear what, what you guys think. So at Dice Warriors or I think thesewarsareterrible.com. Check say, out email, whatever. I have to say, this is one of the campaigns I want to know most about what people think. Uh, I really hope you guys enjoy Definitely. it. Please give us feedback and so. fan art. Poems will appreciate. I want poems. Rule 34 this stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you guys can provide some erotic fan fiction and or art of our campaign, we will love you. But half the characters are 14 yet. You're, you're on a fucking watch list now. <laughs> anyway, that's it for us, guys. Have yourselves a wonderful time. And we'll catch you again right here on TheseWarriorsAreTerrible.com. You have just listened to This Week in Geeks. These warriors are terrible. Did our terrible warriors succeed in saving the day? Did someone do something completely insane and stun the GM into a stupefied silence? And lastly, did someone get punched square in the goodie bags? Also, are there any settings or RPG systems you'd like the terrible warriors to visit? Do you have your own shameful, awesome, or just plain silly RPG adventures? Tell us with a comment on this episode post, or email us at feedback at thisweekingeek.net. Until next time, geeks and gamers, the dice has been put away, the books back on the shelf, and the Cheetos stuck to the floor. For these warriors are terrible!